Hello, everyone. Welcome to Jail Talk's second episode. As you guessed that we are here to talking about Jail's special trends and new solutions in this direction today. Max Rayner with me as our guest. You know him from the VR industry. He's CEO of Somniac AG company from Switzerland. So, hello, Max. Welcome again. How are you? Hello, Emre. Yes, I'm all right. Thank you. And how is it going? Mm, difficult times at the moment because uh, of the worldwide pandemic, of course. And our company is in a uh, in the business of uh, public accessing simulators, and so it's a, quite challenging at the moment. But uh, it gives us a lot of time to develop as well. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, first of all, would you please introduce yourself one more time for our audiences? I think we should start to hear who is Max with your words. Yeah. Uh, so as you heard, my name is Max Reiner. I actually teach also at the Zurich University of the Arts, uh, where I'm actually in the Department of the Interaction Design and lead there a little lab for immersive experiences. But also at the same time, I'm the CEO of the company Somniax, which uh, develops or releases and sells the product Birdly. Uh, Birdly is a full body flight simulator, which through virtual reality brings you mm -hmm. into the body of a bird and you can fly around in virtual spaces. This started actually as a research project at the Art University, which I made then a spin-off of it and sell it now commercially. Me? Yeah. And uh, I will ask you, uh, what is exactly the Birdly, Birdly uh, what exactly doing this? Yeah. And uh, can you explain for those who don't know anything about you and your company? Yeah. Uh, and also this uh, part, uh, full body VR. Yeah. And uh, what is the mean of the word? Okay. So Birdly is a full body simulator. What I mean with this is the simulator actually activates uh, most of the senses of a human. So we have a wind feedback for the tactile movement when you fly fast. We also have a motion platform which gives you the right inclination, orientation. So mm -hmm. when you dive down, you really dive down. And if you accelerate, you feel it on your body. But we also built the um, machine, the simulator, in a way that you mimic the, the anatomy of a bird. So you're laying on it yeah. like Superman is flying. You're laying there and you stretch your arms where you have pedals which act like wings. And you can flap your wings and you feel the resistance of the air and you can change the wings and you navigate through the air with this kind of uh, setup. And at the same time, of course, you have uh, virtual reality um, uh, glasses on with uh, audio feedback, but also, most importantly, a visual feedback. And so that's what we mean with a full body immersion, because you're not only there with your eyes and your ears, you're there with your whole being and it moves you and it, is, mm -hmm. it, it should be really give you a very strong uh, sense of immersion. Yeah, I can describe also uh, this birdly, really uh, uh, human dreams, I think. Uh, every one of us uh, thought uh, once time, uh, if I wish uh, a bird and uh, flying everywhere. Uh, so uh, I think 
something is coming from future mm-hmm. and uh, you are the uh, providing some kind of this uh, product yeah. and uh, this is why i am uh, finding this uh, so important mm-hmm. and, and so- also uh, i'm wondering that uh, of course uh, you selling uh, an experience some experience and uh, i'm wondering this which kind of experience do you have and what is the main goal of the somniac yeah so um what we mean with an experience in that sense we mean actually the machine and the software and the visualization everything uh, is for us the experience at the end because the software and the visualization just is a part of the overall uh, immersion and that's why we think the whole uh, experience with the hardware is actually the experience and on the software side what we use actually uh in-house made content when we go into more fictional areas for example we have a experience we call jurassic flight where you actually are a flying dinosaur 250 millions year in the past and this of course we did internally but we had help from scientists paleontologists and we exhibited currently in museums worldwide mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. an educational as we call it edutainment tool so it's an educational and entertainment at the same time on the other side of course as you are a bird you want to fly in a natural habitat and yes. some birds fly in cities and in in nature sites and for that we use also a lot of photogrammetry data sets so for example we have a, th- a detailed data sets of new york or chicago or even zurich and we are trying to build up this kind of data sets that you can fly in all major maybe even touristic spots and for those uh, for those we work with high detailed photogrammetry data which you maybe know how to produce from terrestrial or from land based and from air, aerial based i mean um, uh, sources and combine them then in a virtual reality experience that you yeah really have the feeling that you're there on site and uh, also uh, i'm really exciting with news from microphotogrammetry I'm sure uh, you know better than me and uh, when it will be possible to experience micro scale places such as in a part of engine or industrial components yeah uh, what do you think about that uh, one day uh, we can we we can uh, fly with your birdly mm-hmm. in a machine or something incredible uh, things yeah uh, that's actually a quite a good idea and we already made a little test in that sense you know we are swiss a swiss company and of course yeah. we did a test where we fly into a swiss watch as a little microbe more or less but a i watch think, uh, yeah in a Am swiss I right? watch yeah watch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know see nice. the me- a mechanical watch a very yeah. swiss watch in that sense and so just to to see because birdly by itself of course it's the dream of flying we say but it's also by itself a method for locomotion which means to move and it's a great way to explore things and we tried it out with this micro view that you fly into this kind of watch but we also uh, played with the thought that it could be possible to fly into engines just for an educational reason and 
uh, and the entertainment reason, of course. And so that's very well possible. We tried it out, but not yet we did a real use case um, publicly. It's just an internal project at the moment. How has changed your business life during this pandemic? I think I think that uh, your customers' attentions increase at this time. Yeah, the problem is more or less, uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, uh, we are, uh, our simulators are mostly at places like uh, science museum, natural history museum, tourist mm-hmm. sites, also even at airports we have it, but also in entertainment centers. And for us currently, it's a little bit problematic because um, yeah. those sites are closed by the government and also by the pandemic. We don't yes. have that much home users, you know. Mm-hmm. At this point, I think there is an opportunity to to boost our innovation technologies, mm-hmm. especially some of industry like virtual reality. I'm sure that uh, you know you know better than me. There are a lot of obstacles in front of the new technologies, but this type of global troubles and crisis cause that the innovations can find out a chance to yeah. larger acceptance from all over the world. In this direction, how is your observation about the developments of VR technologies and what awaits us in the futures yeah. and how is it looking from your side? Uh, I mean, in the VR uh, industries, there's definitely a great push uh, to make conferences, uh, yeah. things and concerts all in VR and and yeah. in a way that you can do it at home because home is still the safest place. If you have a pandemic, sure. you never go out, you, you are yeah. safer in that sense. And so they try to bring this home. Like we are doing now a, a teleconference, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh, platforms like Zoom are very booming and rising and of course this can be extended also for virtual reality where you maybe meet each other in a virtual setup which would be of course a much more um, uh, much more uh, sensual and immersive and so those um, in those directions there are a lot of movements I think but I still also think in tourism uh, can be there can be very interesting cases uh, solved because It's a one thing that you watch a documentary about the place. It's another thing to visit it. And I think it's also totally another thing if you do it virtually. And there are several layers in between. And that's a very interesting topic for us as well. Yes, especially the conference and events. Uh, uh, getting some uh, innovations about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they are trying to virtual and uh, virtual experience. But uh, I hope this will work uh, after the pandemic also, because uh, we need to time, and uh, we we are paying so many things to uh, join a physical yeah. events. And uh, okay, uh, we we have also nice visit and uh, some different countries. It's better. Uh, it's some of benefits but the time is uh, more important from all, all the only benefit of the pandemic this type of uh, industries will increase i think yeah it forces us to rethink uh, uh, what we did before and how we will mm-hmm. do it in future and as you mentioned you know our time is very precious and if you sit for 10 hours just in a plane 
and mm -hmm. consume a lot of um, CO2. You know, it's maybe not worth for certain aspects. And so maybe we have other options or find other options for that. Yeah. Also, uh, would you like to share uh, fresh news from your company? And uh, have you changed any strategies during this time? Uh, if you share something from the kitchen, uh, it's really nice. I mean, you know, we uh, are actually optimizing our strengths in that time now because it gives uh, gives us time to uh, reevaluate because um, we can actually implement new features which we are always looking for. And for us, of course, uh, when you go down to the simulator, we are optimizing, uh, for example, um, attendance times. You have to see when you have a virtual reality simulator, then you need maybe one person which supervises this and we're trying to automize this more and more. And of course, we are looking for new content. So when it mm -hmm. opens, then we can also have a nice overview to, uh, for re to restart uh, actually museums and give them new attractions as well. Here we come to end of the episode. So thanks for a great conversation and accepting to join the series. By the way, our audiences may want to find you after the yep. podcast. So before the closing, would you like to share your social media accounts or emails and how they uh, find I you? I think the easiest <laughs> is if they just go to the birdly.com webpage. There they have all the infos mm -hmm. and the news and also possibility how they can contact me. Thanks for tuning in. It was a tasty conversation for us. I hope you liked too. If you want to get an alert from new episodes, don't forget to follow us on Serving Group official social media accounts. Would you like to be our next guest? Please send an email with the address podcast at servinggroup.com and attach a little description about you and working side. See you. Bye.